into that episode really quick, but first we want to talk about our sponsors, and that first one is Blue Ridge Screen Products. Aaron and his team at Blue Ridge Screen Products have been a supporter since day one, and anything you need for your shop, Aaron's got it. Stay tuned for a big announcement by them. The next one is Monarch Color. Ian and his team, um, we actually got to visit them last week, and they have some really cool stuff coming out, and we're going to have them on the show pretty soon. We're going to have them and their chemist on the show, so you yeah. get to hear how inks are made. And then... Finally, we have Corkem products. Oh, Corkem I just chemicals. love them. I just love them. I love all their products. They and the team over there. They're such fun people. And we can't forget about PMI Tape. Thank you, PMI Tape, for being a sponsor of the show. Now, on with the show. Cheers. Cheers. Am I on? Yes, yes there, we, there we go. Hi. How are you? Good. Thank you for being here today. No problem. Matthew is one of my BOD buddies from the Gildan Board of Decorators. Yep. Um, that's how we know you. What's BOD? Board of Decorators. Oh, that's right. The Gilded. I knew that. But you're also like from the CrossFit world, so I'm like, is that, uh, is it a no. bod bod? This is not it's, that it's kind the, of bod. It's the dad bod, yeah. <laughs> dad bod. The printer bods. <laughs> the printer bod, yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, where is your shop located? So, located in Hazel Green, and which what is, is, what is your north shop? of uh, Huntsville, Alabama. Print to impress. Print to, the number two, impress. Awesome. Okay. And you're spelled out, though. Yes, T-W-O. Okay, cool. How'd you come up with that name? It was actually a holdover from the previous owners. Mm-hmm. Um, we, my, I actually started the business as an outdoor store, and the building that I bought had a screen printing and embroidery shop in it. Mm-hmm. And so I started as Flint Crossing Outdoors. Okay. Was gonna have, we're in a log cabin. It's great. But not much, <clears throat> not much um, foot traffic. Okay. But the uh, print shop, you know, it was it was doing okay, and <clears throat> and it had employees, uh, screen printing and embroidery. Yeah. Right. basical here. Yeah. You can yeah. drink anytime you want. We're reinvigorated. <laughs> We're trying not to <laughs> drink it's this a, morning. Yeah, it's a constant. We've but had um, too much so drinking. we had um, <laughs> artist. We had an artist, a screen printer, and an embroiderer that was already on staff. And I was going to change the name. And it was always it was going to be Flint Crossing Outdoors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the goal, the original goal, this was in early 2017, that I was going to have my own clothing line. Okay. You know, uh, clothing brand and, you know, we were going to print and that was going to kind of pay the bills, kind of yeah. get things going until the store took off. And, yeah. well, the store didn't take off. Okay. Um, had didn't uh, catch lightning in the bottle. No. Had uh, found out very, very quickly the retail world is crazy. Yeah. It's very difficult. You have to, if, especially with the larger brands, you have to order in February for what's being delivered Correct. in dis- uh, November for the Christmas year. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. so you're having to commit you know, $10,000 a brand minimum mm-hmm. uh, to come in. Wow. So it's great for that brand because they're pre-selling everything. So really got into, um, really sunk my teeth into the screen printing, yeah. embroidery. And um, and built that, built that up, and so uh, Flint Crossing is still a 
dream in my mind that uh, we've tested out a little bit, but um, got to get the build out the screen, the print to impress business where that it can, um, I can get enough employees and then expand out into the clothing. And what did you do before you bought the screen printing shop? I was in IT. Okay. So actually, so I've had a myriad of jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, out of college, uh, I have a history degree with a social, a social science with a history degree. I have a college degree. That's pretty much all it was uh, that it's good for. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I've always worked on, tinkered with stuff and got a uh, job working, checking in computers mm-hmm. at a little shop, making five twenty-five an hour, minimum wage. Um, my wife is a, was a school teacher, so you know, yeah. kind of gave me the flexibility mm-hmm. to figure out what I was going to do. Uh, worked my way up and became one of their top uh, techs there very quickly. Uh, only worked there about nine months and got a job with the school system and in their computer services and worked there for a little while and they wanted to open up a Cisco networking class. I was the only one that had a college education mm-hmm. and so then I was a uh, I had to take two classes. I was then a certified teacher for five years, taught high school for five years, and um, we did uh, all the Cisco networking and still talk to those students uh, often. Most of them have uh, stayed in the IT stuff, in, in IT world. And then a friend of mine started a mortgage company, and, um, and I was doing side work for him. And in 05, it had gotten to where I was spending so much time working on his stuff that I wasn't teaching mm-hmm. much. And I was pulling kids um, after school. They were working, working yeah. for me. Yeah. And then we, um, then, so then I was in full time. I went to him full time until 2016. Um, at the end of 2016, I, it was it was time to, to yeah. move on, and it, but he actually helped me with um, financing and everything uh, to purchase Print to Impress. Cool, awesome. And so, how did you decide you wanted to own a print shop? I didn't. <laughs> so, uh, one of the one of the funny things that I've found through my uh, five plus years in the printing industry is that uh, so many print shops kind of fall into it they 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 kind of turn around and go oh i've 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 got a print shop and an yeah. embroidery and employees um how did i find myself here um so <laughs> yeah when i took over the the print shop i had same things jeremy yeah i had zero yeah. I, I mean like none yeah. zero experience yeah. in screen printing and embroidery um Lots of YouTube, yeah. Um, and the thing, the the only way that it was possible is there were employees that were good at their job, and they were able to, they were running everything. So I, I started, you know, I was able to do the sales right and keep things going. Cool. Um, 
So print to impress. I just I've been thinking about it ever since you said it. Um, there's a play on words there. That's correct. Yeah. Yes, we print to impress. And you're impressing at the same time. <laughs> Do you okay. get it? That, oh, yes. I, I get, it. get it. <laughs> going back Anyways, to the dad jokes. It was dad jokes. Yeah, it's been a long week. Jeremy's tired. <laughs> <laughs> Christy, what you got? Oh, um, so. That was my only thing. <laughs> I, no, Impression. So, um, how... How has it been, like, you weren't in print before. You didn't know how to print a T-shirt when you bought this business. What kind of things did you do to make sure you were doing the right things in your business and creating good product? And even, like, how did you learn how to sell a T-shirt, you know? So, selling the T-shirts, I spent a lot of time on... Sanmar SNS and my the Sanmar rep uh, Drew came up and you know they're always super helpful. Mm-hmm. I could call them up and say, hey, you know, uh, what is a dry fit? <laughs> you know, I've got these teams that need shirts. What do you recommend there? Um, and um, reaching out to other shops was was a lot. It, you know, I try to back then Facebook was still. <clears throat> okay um, to, to get some of the stuff um, but it, a lot of it was reaching out to, to other shops asking them questions uh, I think there was a shop in Decatur that allowed me to come over and he just sat and showed me how he does his separations, took me through the whole shop Nice. one of the best advice that, um, that he gave me was don't buy the um, the cheapest pressure washer. Don't go to Home Depot or Lowe's to buy a pressure washer. Spend the money and get a good pressure washer. What difference do you think it makes? Well, uh, keeping the screen room going and not having to replace this piece of equipment every three, six months after mm-hmm. it burns up. Um, having something that we just have to do some small maintenance and five years later I have the same uh, pressure washer. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. So, man, so I just buy pressure washers yeah. and we ruin them in six months. That's what I did too. Hot yeah. Sea. Yeah. I got, I got a Hot Sea uh, pressure washer. I didn't even know there was a different an, kind it's of an electric. Washer. Okay. Um, hot Sea. And now, you know, it was $1,300. That's not whatever. Um, and it's a... You can't uh, buy it at Home Depot. No. You gotta. It's, a, it's a lower pressure. Okay. Um, there is, you know, there's a, um, a local shop that sells them and they have maintenance. And so the two times that we've had issues, um, the first time they, I brought it in, they fixed it right then. I took it back. The second time, they have a mobile guy, and he came out to the shop. Oh, nice! And and fixed it. So it's crazy—a one-time per- <clears throat> purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've seen systems on the where they're like mounted to the wall and built into the shop, and yeah. I'm like, and they're just plugging in, really things into it. Yeah, you know. And I was like, yep. Like, why don't? And, like, why am I not seeing this and, before? And that's know? and he was showing me those those systems. Yeah, where the. Um, Nothing is running until you squeeze the trigger, yeah, uh-huh. uh, and then it kicks on. No, those are going to like be more expensive. Yeah, kind of thing going. But it's—I mean, we 
it's been that was that was one of the best advices that that I got because I'm not just sitting there running through those electric robies and other things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just switch brands. That's I'm like, hopefully this one will last too. longer. Right. Yeah. And you know we're kind of lucky because Home Depot is right across the street from our oh. shop, but still, it's well, a pain. It was. I think it was within a year. I mean, we had gone through three, mm-hmm. um, and the, the they had built a little box that they would just set them set them <laughs> in and just yeah. pull them out and pull them back in. But oh my gosh, yeah. So that one that one was good. So we ended up going with Impro, and, and I was like, great. I get you know I don't have to worry about buying power washers anymore. And then they're like. Well, you still got to use it for other things. I'm like, dang! Now yeah. I got a really expensive power washer, and I got to use another one. So, so yeah, we still we go through them. Um, but um, with in that, one of the first things that um, I didn't in my shop, I did not go through and start changing things. Um, they were writing all the orders on sheets of paper. What? <laughs> they they would buy the um, boxes of order forms. They had a, a standard order form, and when someone would come in, they would handwrite the the name, style numbers, and and sizes, and so every order was on that one sheet of paper, uh-huh. and there was no other copy. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? No. And no. so and that copy would so once. Every day, I would take those orders. I would go through an order. Now, we had no PO system. No, it was just, this is what's on that order. I don't know what jobs they go to. And they would come in, and then we'd have to sort them. Yeah. And that piece of paper, we would have it. I bought, they didn't even have clipboards for the paper. They would just sit oh, the, the paper on top. And we would raise the uh, uh, garage door, a nice wind. Yeah, I was going to say. You, and you have no you idea. You lose the piece of paper and you're yeah. done. So that was one of the the first, well, we got clipboards. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I started out with clipboards too. How do people pay for their orders if there was no online system? Um, so we did a lot with, with schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and in QuickBooks, we would create an invoice and okay. take it That's just we'd take it directly through there. there. Yeah. yeah, I used to create like little Shopify listings, like at a Shopify store, and just be like, "This amount," and do a picture, like a picture yeah. of the proof in there, and that's how I worked before we did Printavo. Yeah, oh, I did. I it was a pain. Jill Jill wrote things on an actual calendar. Really? She's like, "I'm going to schedule it for this day," and it stayed on that day. There was no moving anything around. You, yeah, you know, I was like, "Where's the calendar?" She's like, "Don't worry about it. I got it." <laughs> I'm like. We're this is not good. <laughs> yeah. Know? So we ended up using Trello. Yeah. Oh, and then I, I loved we before we got into Printavo. Yeah. I had, I had Trello and there was a Monday. Um, Did you use Monday? No, not OneNote. It was Monday. It was a CRM. No, I use Monday now, which I love. Um, it was some. It, it was gosh. It was a CRM Infusionsoft. That's what it was. Okay. And I had, I had built because with IT stuff, I still love all the IT part of everything. We we had built the boards similar to um, uh, how, um, well, we've set it up in Monday, but you know, um, 
we have the orders and they would move through the stages and the stages would trigger automated emails to the customers. And so that was kind of our first trying to automation and knowing where the orders were, where everybody could see everything, get it get out of paper. And then when we went to Printavo, because really the PO system, mm-hmm. yeah. having a PO uh, number and knowing, okay, number 1001 has these five orders. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, Easier to check things out. Yeah. Yeah, we did the we we moved to the PO system as well once we got Printavo. Yeah, and we were yeah. Like, it's, and we'll order we'll order in our boxes. We'll have the PO number on them. That's right. Mm-hmm. So it makes it so easy when they come in. Check we're like, in. that's that job. That's that job. That's, that's right. Because so we that, do a lot of con- so now we do a lot of contract printing. Yeah. We're not okay. just retail. Uh, last year, we a lot of our stuff uh, converted over to contracts. So people are shipping stuff in. Right. Mm-hmm. We we have before we even get a purchase order, so we have no idea. But you know, after a while, you kind of know what their number systems are. But uh, yeah, if, without having a number, it, it just so stuff comes fun. in. I'm really curious now because um, you're saying you use Printavo, but then you also use Monday. So yes. what is Monday being used for in your shop? So Printavo is for our sales. It it it, it does. It does the best job. I've tried to look at other stuff. Uh, we also use Inksoft for our online stores. Um, Interesting. You have a lot of software. I have a lot going. of software. Yeah. I have a lot Is of software. software background. Too yes. many windows in my brain. Yes, they they all um, the 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 funny thing is that Inksoft and Printavo is where some of the breakdowns. Yeah, uh, happen. Yeah, um, but I think they're hopefully fixing it if they're, mm-hmm. they're yeah, listening. Don't they get can, Jeremy started on can, that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. A, I did a survey. I talked to him, and it's like, here's what I want. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah. so good luck on that too. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I love Printavo though. Uh, yeah. So, but so with Printavo, you know, because it ties in to the vendors, it it brings in our our SKU numbers and descriptions, and the pricing is built in. So on the front end. And payments, PO system, it, it it works it works great for us there. Yeah. What it what does not work at all is the calendars. Okay. Um. I the their production thing that was I power couldn't scheduler. That, power scheduler. Power scheduler. Yeah. Power scheduler. That that was a mess for me. I yep. Just it's too many clicks. Nobody could make sense of it. Um. Mm-hmm. And what we do is um, Monday is production. Yeah. Well, let's there do we this go. again. So, okay. Yes, yeah, cable. We're gave recording, out. and the cable gave out. It literally, <laughs> was a cable. It was the weirdest thing. That's wild. It's had enough. It, it's had enough. Apparently, <laughs> we're right. like, it's like, it's like I'm done. I'm done. Cool. Well, I'd say let's pick up where we left off. But you were in the middle of Monday. Yeah. And uh, so I can't. I don't know if you remember where we left off. Yeah. I don't. So. <laughs> So, Neither do I. so we use so Printavo, we use for our, our front end sales, okay. and Monday is we use for production. Gotcha. Uh, keeping up with that, there's things that we have in our Monday boards that you know when things are checked in. So there's right. not a, a system in Printavo to know that. We have a partial check-in, or we're missing this, or you know, hey, these are checked in, and when things are checked in, then we it moves 
to these different groups. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we've got um, when art uh, is ready or we need screens, then it'll send an email to my artist to send over. Okay, so the Monday is kind of replacing the task in the automated task in yes. Printavo. And we really right. use it. it is, we are double doing a double um, entry of data. Mm-hmm. So whenever they come through, um, hit when the products hit our dock, that's when we put them in Monday. And, it, um, and we treat it, it's, it's basically a fancy spreadsheet okay. with some automations. And, and if anybody's starting trying to use Monday, the, the mistake that I did with any and all the other softwares was trying to make it do everything and automate everything. Um, what what yeah. I found is start with a basic, just put, treat it like a very basic spreadsheet, yep. and then add features as you can. Yeah. And because every shop's going to be different, you know, you might want to see this or it needs to have this kind of a, a column that you need. Right. And it's been very, very flexible for us. So... I guess my curious thing is like on the, you know, because they, it's obvious they don't communicate with each other that well. I'm sure there's, right. there's things in. Do you use zaps or anything with it? Works. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say you, zaps you, and things. Yeah, you can, you can use, we use, we use make.com yep. instead of uh, Zapier. Um, it's been a okay. lot cheaper for us. We can do a lot more tasks with that. Okay. Um, and uh, I, one of the, one of the benefits of Monday that we have found is we have a shop that we do a lot of contract embroidery with. Right. And with Monday, they give you guest accounts. And so we have a separate board just for them. Okay. And so they, their employees have logins and they, that's where we're able to communicate directly with them. Yep. Cool. So they can see when things are checked in, when they're not, where they are. And then when we, because we're blind shipping for them Mm -hmm. and I have it tied into ShipStation. So and it will show that. So their employees, when they're answering the phone and the customer's like, where's my job? They don't even have to call you. They can just go they can, yes. through the Monday. Mm-hmm. That's pretty nice. Yeah. I like that. And if we have issues with, because uh, they're, they're local, they're um, just down the road. So I drive over to pick up a lot of the items if they're not shipping directly to me. Um, and so if we're missing a garment or whatever they gave me, we don't have the number. Um, you know, th- we can communicate in that job instead of sending emails back and forth and having, well, they sent it to Terry and not Matthew, and I didn't get this email, or it's, it's buried in an email thread. Well, I thought they were talking about this other job. Huh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all there. You know how it goes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's the, the communication thing is important, right? Yeah. And, that, and throughout the entire business. Yeah, for sure. Are you guys using anything else to communicate with your employees or customers? Like, let's say you're now you're here. How are you communicating with this? Just a phone? You've got Slack. teams? Slack? Slack. Slack. Yeah, we use, so any internal communication is done inside of Slack. We okay. don't want to do emails. Uh, emails are for customers. And we, um, so communication back and forth, files. Um, you know, we, we have, um, we use Google uh, yeah. for our company email. So we have that, that Google Drive where all of our art and embroidery files are synchronized. So that one of the very one of the other things that I found is um, they had all their embroidery files on one computer, and uh, all their 
screen printing files on one computer, zero backups. And um, that's scary. It was about five years worth of uh, art and files from there. So now it's been so print to impress. The business started in '09. Yeah. So now we have lots of lots of art. So um, uh, last week when we were at the Gildan um, Board of Decorators thing in Michigan, me and you spoke about like you. You bought your business, and part of the purchase price included the equipment in it, and you were actually able to finance in the equipment yes. with the purchase of the business. Can so, you talk about that a little bit and how you made the decision to do that? So I kind of... <clears throat> you know, the, the company I worked for, um, the... With, with the mortgage company. So we had contacts with um, banks and closers. And so they really helped me structure this deal. Um, the mom and daughter that owned the business, they were, the daughter wanted to, uh, the mom wanted to retire, the, the daughter wanted to get into real estate and they were, they were done. They wanted, they wanted out. And so but they had, they owned this really nice uh, building, and when we got into the uh, appraisal of the building, and they had, I believe there there was enough in there where they had paid off the building that um, uh, they were they were willing to take just the price of the building, right. and so whenever you're doing a commercial purchase. You also, you can't do 100% financing on a building. Mm -hmm. You have to have about 20% uh, at least down. Well, what I was able to do is get a lease on the equipment that they already had. And that was more than the 20% that I needed to to pay. So it's kind of like a second mortgage, if, if you're familiar with any home mortgage stuff. And so I had a mortgage and an equipment lease. Um, which was a great deal, you know. Yeah. And so I effectively bought the building, and it came with the company. Okay, that's um, great. Now, the caveat I I would have, knowing what I know now, I would probably try and f- if there was another way to finance that other twenty percent, uh, because the equipment that I had. Although it ran now, the embroidery machine we're still using it. It's great. It's a Tajima six head, but it's a 06, but mm-hmm. we maintain it and it runs well. The press they had a manual six um, Riley, Riley Hopkins and a little workhorse electric dryer, which we still use, and a uh, a brown Electroprint. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The good thing about the brown is that it turned on every morning and it spun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we printed thousands of shirts on it. But I, if you're doing thousands of shirts, I don't recommend. Yeah, yeah, it's just, sure. um, you know, it's 10, 15 minutes of just changing out of color. But, you know, so we were able to structure that deal where the equipment was able to finance the rest of it. And... Um, uh, and then the owners, the I worked out a deal where um, the the daughter, she worked 
she was going to work for a month, and I would pay her um, kind of as a contractor and kind of learn their process because uh, we one of the big things that we never really thought about because we were still using print to impress because that was known through our community. Um, that's why we kept it because changing, changing names, even when they started hearing Flint Crossing, it got very confusing. Yeah. Um, they thought, oh, print to impress is going out of business. What's this Flint Crossing? Right. Mm-hmm. So we quickly kind of really focused in on print to impress. Um, but getting um, the vendor swapped over, right. doing all of that because they um, it was under one tax ID. Now you have a new tax ID. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting credit with them. Um, so that was kind of a, a change and having to talk through all, all of that. And then um, uh, one of the first hires that uh, I wish that I would have made and I recommend for anybody is a very good accountant bookkeeper. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. They will, they will, it's someone that can, uh, I didn't even know how to deposit checks. Um, like make a, you know, I have 10 checks. I did not know how to reconcile that in a QuickBooks and then take yeah. it to the bank and put that in. I think that's very common in this industry, especially I, when you don't run a business so, before. Or yeah. Anything. Not only did I have to learn um, screen printing, Embroidery. Um, I had to learn some accounting. Yep. You had to learn it all. So You're like, of course I don't do accounting. I have a history degree. That's <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, like, Matthew, um, what is your favorite part about being on the Gildan Board of Decorators? Your uh, favorite thing that you've seen, that we've done, or anything? Any part about it? The people. You know, and I told them during my interview process, the my main thing that I want to get out of the board of decorators, the guild and board of decorators is um, just the networking. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been my favorite part of going to any show, um, any, any shop that I go to. And I found most shops love to talk about their shop and show you what they do. Of course, yep. there's going to be some that don't, but there's too oh many others gosh, that let do. Let me tell you about this guy I met last night. <laughs> He was like, I don't understand. Survival of the fittest. Don't tell anybody anything. And I was like, who are you? It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's, we, it's not a secret sauce. No, it's not. You know? No. And, and your customers aren't my customers. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, I, like, you, you brought in a, that shirt with that. Oh, that's with secret that, sauce. That, that print. <laughs> uh, you know, having, having the artists that can separate that um, is great. Um, but, yeah, seeing those and being inspired by, well, when we went to that shop last week. Mm-hmm. Perrin? That Perrin Sportswear. Good. That facility was. It was crazy. It's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. But, yeah, net, you know, the networking, the trips are great. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's great. I get to hang out with a bunch of cool people that like to talk shop. Yeah, for sure. Well, Matthew, you are such a treat. When we close out our podcast every time, we ask people two questions. Jeremy? Yeah, what's your passion and what's your purpose? So um, they're separate. They're different. You have a purpose in life. What is that? Like you feel like right now in this stage of your life? And then what is, like, what are you really passionate about? It does not have to be screen printing related. It does not have to be screen printing related so, at all. So it's, it's, it's not. My, my, um, my passion drives to the purpose. Okay. Um, so... I'm passionate about 
helping people out. Okay. And um, my purpose is we, um, you know, installing clean water around okay. the world. Okay. We work, I work with an organization, uh, help found it, called Mission Firefly. And we install, we've installed clean water systems around the world, Mongolia, um, Guatemala, Haiti. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, so now I print shirts so that I can go do that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we, we greatly appreciate yes, you being on do. the podcast. No, a lot of information about all the things that, that we, it's you, just, know, with, you know, somebody, some people don't want to talk about like the integrations and things that they're doing. And there's a lot of steps. Oh, I, I, I've, I think there was, I've done some videos. I've, I've posted some things on Facebook groups. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, I share shots and videos. So, um, yeah, any, any, any questions I'm help, happy to answer. How can people get a hold of you? Uh, Matthew at print to impress.com, um, or print to impress.com. The website is mm -hmm. best way. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. I hope you have a great day. Thank the you. Show. Great. Been great. Until Thanks. next time. Cheers. Right. Cheers. Bye. Bye.